right. Welcome to Sunday Night here in the Source Magazine headquarters, the Dennis Kirk Motorcycle Studio, getting ready to go live with this week's episode of Shop Talk. Good to have all you guys piling in. Looks like we're going to have a full house tonight, and with good reason, we have a fantastic show. Cindy Pan on with us this evening. We're going to talk about uh, lots of good stuff. Mark is back in the studio with us. we got events to tell you guys about. This is not your regular program. We're actually doing a pre-record because we are in the truck right now. Headed to the Donnie Smith Show. Can't wait to get there. See all you guys and break out the brand new FXR Evolution Dennis Kirk build so everybody can see it. Got that thing fired up the other day at Keepers. It's going to be awesome. We're four minutes out from going live with this one. Just enough time for you to hit the like and share button. Help us get this out everywhere. Shop Talk going live. Stick around. show mark wasn't in the studio with us and we got so many comments so many emails there were phone calls i had protesters outside of the door we had to promise that we were going to have him on here with us tonight so i dug him up paid him an extra 20 you guys will all be glad mark's back everyone's back in their same chair i don't have to hear about it (laughs) shop talk going live Hey now, just four minutes, actually three minutes, look at that, I'm not even paying attention, who's driving this thing, I don't know, stick around for Shop Talk, three minutes. I feel like this is the part where I normally be uh, giving shout outs to all of our regulars. So here's a blanket statement. Thanks to all you guys for tuning in. Heather will be hitting me up through the comments. And that's another thing. You don't have to be another effing observer while you're watching Shop Talk. You can get involved wherever you're watching from. Just put your comment in right there, whether it's Facebook, YouTube, no matter which channel. And we will see it on our screen and answer it sometimes, as long as it's not too inflammatory. <laughs> Comments, questions, and concerns, we want to hear from you on Shop Talk. Be part of the show. Two minutes now, we're going live. Killing me to say this, but on this one occasion, Heather might actually be right. This countdown has taken entirely too long. So, at the one minute mark, I'm going to jump the gun. Hopefully, we don't get in trouble with the FCC or the ABC or the. I don't even know if anybody watches this from any regulatory commission, but if you do, we're starting early. Too bad. Get ready. We're going live with this week's episode of Shop Talk. Here we go.
due to tramps and chopper jockeys all across the land. It is one minute before 9 p.m. <laughs> if I'm doing my math right and we've done our scheduling right. Welcome to Shop Talk. I'm your host, Chris Callen with Cycle Source Magazine. Um, 60, 90, 120 minutes of all the bullshit we can fit, depending on what week you catch us. And we are actually in the truck on our way to Donnie Smith. So we have pre-recorded this beautiful show for you and... As long as the gods of the internet have not screwed us again, we're going to be bringing it to you here. Um, won't stop us from answering your comments. We were manning the controls while we're, well, one of us is manning the controls. One of us is driving. But my crew's here. And look, Mark is back. Well, they finally put the goddamn elevator in. <laughs> I'm climbing them hey. steps no more. He couldn't take the 50 floors to come below street level to come into the Dennis Kirk studio. Dumb with them steps. The elevator is actually a piece of cardboard that he sits on and we push him. (laughs) It's it's like a a twisty straw. So I'm glad that you're here tonight because I felt guilty recapping Daytona without you. You know what I mean? Because I don't don't think Mark really cared. I normally do my best Daytona recaps when I don't go. Man, listen, though, seriously. In between, go back, go back, go back. I got to hang out with Ice Cream Man from Hell in Daytona, dude, and to swap meters. I know. Oh, and you missed. Greatest picture of Daytona. The best picture of Chris Simmons ever. (laughs) This was Roadside Marty was doing our award ceremony at the Chopper Show at at Broken Spoke. And Chris Simmons was so disgusted with him, she threw him a double bird. Let your true feelings hang out. <laughs> it was so great. I yeah. love her. Yeah, but Ice Cream Man from Hell at the Swap Meet. A little rain, I hear. A little bit of rain, but you know, like I said, every day it kind of broke in just enough time for us to get all the shows in and see everybody and get everything done. The first weekend was incredible. Like, the, the weather was perfect. Sons of Speed went off. Killer. We had a blast. Roadside Marty's so, dad was out with us. Oh, that's I would have liked to have seen him. Yeah. It would have been nice. And actually, right now, as they're watching this, we're actually driving from the Donnie Smith show to the Texas Fandango. Oh, I got my days wrong. Oh, yeah, great. Now everybody thinks we're you're on your way to Donnie it. Smith. <laughs> Sorry. Because people are going to be like, wow, you're late for Donnie Smith. I mean, Cycle Source is usually late. On the road. Yeah. It's usually ish. <laughs> Well, in in any event, we're we're doing our part. We're gonna, you know, throughout the summer this year, rather than take breaks and you know and not have a show, we're gonna do a bunch of these shows and uh, and make sure that we're keeping you guys up to date and a steady stream of entertainment. But um, it's gonna be a great show tonight, right? Yeah, I'm super excited. I love our guest tonight. Um, I know you guys too. She's, I think, what we all consider family. Um, and she's got some great things. It's Cindy Pan, or Cindy Ann Pan, Cindy as Andy. her lower third says. Cindy Ann Pan, Cap, which is for just short. so fun to say. Um, Cap. And there you go, Cap. For those of the <laughs> taking a drink, Cap. You go for it. All right, Cap. you all can just continue <laughs> on with her introduction because apparently I'm not going to get very far this afternoon. <clears throat> no, go ahead. No, you got to take it away, there, killer. Yeah, we're on a roll. You know, we're here. We're here all week. Don't forget to tip your bartender wage. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. Anyway, let's just bring Cindy Mann in. Um, we're oh, looking yeah. forward to talking to her. She's got she, some good just stuff going Just throw her right into the mix, Heather. Go ahead. Well, she can handle it. She normally can. So. <laughs> the late, legendary Richie Pan. Um, and we get to share all that with you and some stories from Cindy. So without further ado, Mr. Producer Man. Just hanging out. You're killing me. Brought to you by Special Oils. 
Made in the USA since 1966, the best oil on planet Earth. Cindy Ann. Hi. How are you? I'm really good. How are you? In spite of being in a room with lunatics. <laughs> hey, at least you didn't have to walk well, down 50 flights of steps. I'm in a room full of lunatics, too, except I'm all alone. <laughs> Here, I'm home with all my best friends. I'm all my best friends. <laughs> right on. Oh, and gee, why do you fit in so well? <laughs> so... So we love talking to you, first of all, Cindy. Even though I love we talking don't to you. get to talk, it's usually very running frequently. by, going hi. Yeah. Yeah, it usually is like we're in a mad dash because it's at an event. So this is a special treat that we had to actually get to sit down and talk with you. Um, yeah. I'm sad and happy that it's been brought on by some events that you have coming up to um, remember and honor your late husband and. I, a lot of people's very dear friend and mentor, um, Richie yeah. Pan. Um, so, like, thank you for taking the time. I know you have a lot going on and you are very busy with the life you've built for yourself over the past few years since um, Richie's unfortunate passing. It, true, been very busy, but, um, and I don't know why it took me so long to get my act together, but as a family, it just feels like we're in a good place right now. And it took a lot of time to process things and we're getting to where now we want, you know, to share his legacy with everyone again, his art, his bikes, everything's been locked away in my garage and in closets and it, it needs to be shared with everybody, you know? So now this was initially brought on by the fact that Richie's bike and some of his art are going to be displayed in the Sturgis Motorcycle Museum. Correct. Um, yes. And that's huge. That's that's sharing it with not just, you know, a particular segment on the East Coast, but really the world. People come from all over the world to visit that museum. Um, and now you're going to be sharing him with them. Tell us yeah, how that came about and why you decided now is the time. So I was talking to Darren McKeague about, uh, I have some prints and, um, that are signed, actually. And we have some art that used to, you know, hang around the tattoo shop and, and things. And the kids and I were saying, we, wanna, we want people to be able to start collecting things again. So I wanted to talk to Darren to get his advice about pricing and how we can share art again, maybe a gallery showing, just like I said, for his advice. And he's the one that suggested Sturgis Motorcycle Museum. So he made some contacts and then they reached out to me and um, Emma, right, Emma, yeah, at the, at the museum, she suggested doing a display, um, what is that called in a museum when they do a... An exhibit? Thank you. <laughs> an exhibit, a, a story exhibit. So she said, let's include a motorcycle, some art, some tattoo history, some, so, and I also reached out to Pete McGill, who was the, you know, produced and made the Richie Pans America with him. So that's going to be on a monitor playing on a loop, put um, in the exhibit. We're going to have the pan shovel, the David Mann bike replica that he built. Mm -hmm. That's the bike that's going in the museum. And we're going to have some art 
and some photographs. I spoke to Michael Lichter. He agreed um, generously permission for me to use his photographs in the museum. And that's, it'll be for three years. That's outstanding. You know what I think is yeah. one of the one of the coolest parts of this too is un- undoubtedly sharing, you know, his art and and his life with so many so many of the people that may have not experienced it during his life, but also like the, I think in the back of all of our heads, anybody who participates in this industry for any length of time, in the back of your head, like being involved with the Sturgis Hall of Fame and Museum is that achievement. You know what I mean? Yep. And and even though the Sturgis Hall of Fame and Museum has way more like chopper culture influence than than the regular AMA Hall of Fame, it's it's still has less of of our culture, of our community. And to see another one of us having influence in that, it's really, really cool. And, I'm, and, and especially Richie. I mean, he was bigger than life when he was still alive. Right. So now yeah. to see him getting this honor and again to bring reality, real. I mean, this is one of the guys in the group that we all knew and we all hung out with and now to actually see him be up front and center so well deserved because he's the true like one of the true people that deserves every bit of this i mean in all reality he truly does yeah and i i remember back when the first time that i rode out to sturgis the first time i was ever at sturgis was the year of the show where they had viola up in the middle Mm, and it felt like that felt almost like a funeral, but in a good way, you know, yeah. like it was celebration. such a celebration. Yeah. It was very, very emotional. The first time I walked in, I had to turn around and walk right back out and gather myself and then walk back in. But it was so cool because there were so many little nods on a lot of the bikes, you know, little pan, you know, under fenders or just something in honor of him on all the bikes. But I love the fact that everyone had to wear <laughs> They told me everyone was wearing white gloves to get all the bikes off, you know, and load them in (laughs) to the show. And then when they got to Rich's bike, they're like, "Uh, I think we better take the white cotton gloves off. And it was up there with all that that big puddle of oil underneath And that's what everybody said. Leave that oil under it. It deserved to be there. Yeah, right. Well, you know, that that oil was one of a part of my story from from that exhibit how many people went up and dipped their finger in that oil and rubbed it on yep. their shirts and their on, on our foreheads, foreheads, you know, foreheads and a lot of people foreheads. Yeah. yeah i think that first night a lot of us were walking around like yeah, just yeah. And, and again that's what i mean like to yeah. to have him be put in front right now he was such a big part of it you know when he was alive and like i said now that yeah. you know the passing it's even a greater you know he it's not like he's any bigger now that is passing but now it just right. shows how big he actually was, was when he was absolutely here. so that's i think what's the greatest point of this and for you to carry this on you know obviously we all know you well uh, for you to carry this on is a huge undertaking i'm sure emotionally had to be hard bad. had had to yeah. be a you know i mean i know it was a hard hard transfer so it's been um it's been a long transfer yeah you know, it's not something that happens immediately. I, I still haven't watched for two pans across America. I can't get through it. Yeah. I, but I don't feel a sense of dread about sharing him now. Like, I, it, um, I've said this before. I think there was a part of me that just wanted to keep as much of his stuff around me. Yeah. And now I feel sad that it's locked in a closet, you know. 
I mean, obviously I have stuff on my walls and things, but even for the longest time, I couldn't do that. And it's going to be seven years, which I can't even wrap my brain around. But I think because all three of my boys are doing well, my grandchildren are doing well. I'm kind of, I feel like I'm coming out the other side of something and I'm like, we, we got to Yeah, we got to do this, you know? So the Sturgis museum is just one thing. Then we're doing a memorial ride. Um, we're raising money for the airbrush rendezvous. I always yeah. feel like I'm going to. So we're going to pay the tuition for once, one, you know, at least hopefully tuition for one student to be able to go. And then I sent you the high school information from teach. So I yep. spoke to him and we are for sure going to put together a scholarship for one of his students who's going into the trades. Um, a lot of kids get support and encouragement or young people for going to college, you know, and I just felt like it was important. Rich barely graduated high school and he always, <laughs> but he was super smart yeah. and super talented. And he always said, if it wasn't for his art teachers and his shop teachers, he never would have graduated. And so, so an I, abs- I, yeah. Absolute perfect way to, oh, to yeah. honor his memory is by promoting and helping somebody follow that dream that others may not see the importance in. I, I think it's, it's, with the museum yeah. thing too, I, I think one of the biggest things, you know, for me, and I'm sure I'd speak for a lot of other people, you go in there and you see stuff and you recognize it and stuff like that. But now to walk in there and see his bike, which we've ridden next to how many times to see his art. And that's mm-hmm. one of us. I mean, that's yeah. a piece of our, you know, like our history, our history. right there. Yeah. We were a part of the, you know, knowing the tattoo shop, going to events and hanging out with them and like knowing his odd yet great sense of humor and the reason why some of his you <laughs> yeah. know, pictures and what he brought to the table. And that's like a piece of us, actually, an extension of us also. So for those of us that are, you know, were close with him and knew him well enough to understand why he deserves to be there it's huge it, it is he do, he does deserve to be there <clears throat> yes. and he's he wasn't someone that was just you know in name only or putting photos up just to put them up like right. it, like he actually built his bike yes. he you he would go to like hardware stores and dig through metal and bolts and make stuff and in his art too all his art is on drop cloths and pieces of metal that, that was left over in the garage and i still remember you know my kitchen being covered in mustard and vinegar because he was trying <laughs> to age some kind of metal and you go to cook you'd go to cook dinner and you open and there's like motorcycle parts and stuff in the oven i'm like what are you doing in the oven? like i don't know he, he was he was very, very creative. And when you look at his oil paintings, it blew my mind because he's all self-taught. He, he took, um, he was a draftsman first. So he did have that kind of architectural drawing, but he actually got kicked out of his only art school in college. I don't know if you know that story. Why does that shock me? Because it was, they were supposed to do a still life and it was like a bowl of fruit or something. Yeah. <laughs> and he drew he drew a skull with like flies all over it, <laughs> and, and they're like, I don't think this class is for you. 
Well, and that's I love when, that when you. I'm sorry, Chris. Well, when when you when you talk about his art, you know that was that was something I was lucky enough to get to share a little bit with Richie. Yeah. The, the one time, actually, one of the pictures that we had up here was a really really important minute in art in motorcycling, and it was. Right. Let me see. It was this shot right here. This painting. Yeah was an mm -hmm. actually at one point when he was very first doing that we were all at the the uh david man chopper fest and sitting around that canvas was me darren mckeg kayla coney uh george the painter seth the painter and all of us like you know richie had us all come over the canvas he said wouldn't it be cool if we all had like you know a couple strokes on this one Just painting? a little bit yeah. and the thing the thing that always got me about that like he you know he, he shared in everything that he did like that but if you look at that painting with him standing next to it he had so much detail it used to frustrate me to no end like i would paint on these big you know 24 by 36 canvases or 48 by 36 mm -hmm. and like trying to get detail and his stuff was always you know that was that that one was actually a big canvas for him you know he he yeah, painted small and had incredible he detail he has a few yeah he has a few big ones because he was trying to branch out and teaching himself and um i know i think i've mentioned this before but in that photo with him is Mikey Knapp and that is the friend who was killed with him oh. um they were both hit by the car at the same time at the uh, smokeout. Wow. So that's him right behind him. And then in the painting, what you guys were painting was obviously Viola, his bike. Yeah. And the 66 Ford in the back is my youngest, not my youngest, sorry, my middle son Dylan's truck that him and his dad built together. So Dylan still has that Ford. Wow. Cindy, did any of your kids get Richie's artistic abilities? They're all creative, actually, in very different ways. But um, I would say career-wise, the one that's pursuing it is the middle is my middle son, Dylan. So he he does a lot of graphics, and he's actually been doing a lot of tattoo flash. Um, oh really? Yeah. But see that motorcycle that Rich painted? Yeah. That was when he was teaching himself like how to paint. Who does that? And that wow. was, I remember this bike. That was Cole Foster's bike, right? Yes. Yeah. Yep. 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 And there's a little tear in it because it got flipped in the trailer coming home um, with, oh my, I have no brain today. I'm sorry. It was like a 12 hour work day. Um, I could see his face and I can't think of his name right now. When they were coming home from the smoke out and the trailer flipped, one of George's painters' oh, paintings yeah. was in it. That oh, was in there. Mario, when that was, yeah. was that Mario's no, that was Sturgis. Oh yeah, yeah, Mario Sanchez. That was Sturgis. Yeah. That's right. Mario and Teach. Yeah, but yeah, that so, wasn't that. That was yeah. the level of detail was just incredible. The stuff that he did. Yeah, yeah and the religious art came out of going to Catholic school. <laughs> <laughs> and any of us who are Catholic know the pain. So yeah, and that, and it's so funny. It was like. They did that one night in the tattoo shop. They were all talking, and they all discovered that they were the byproduct of Catholic school. That's a whole different conversation. Just That's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> so, Cindy, you just mentioned the Smokeout, and uh, Chris and I are absolutely honored that you are coming to Smokeout this year. We are, and we're bringing oh. Viola. Oh, And you're man. bringing Viola. What we're an honor. Viola. Which, what an honor. Well, that's and where I'm I hoping you're going to let us put it in the Legends Gallery. I hope, but that's of course. A, the placement is up to of you. Of course. Um, um, no, of course. It, I keep his ashes with, um, with that bike. 
So that's why I didn't want to let it go into the museum. Because to me, where I'm going with the bike, like I like having that bike around. To me, it's like going to the cemetery. So um, we're actually making something for his ashes. Um, Darren, it was 47 Industries, the welder, making, um, Magoo is helping me, Mitch. Yeah making compartment for the ashes. And then um, Darren is going to replicate like Viola's tank. And mm-hmm. that's where we're going to start keeping his ashes. Yeah. That's a, it, that bike just screams him. Every time I see him, oh, every time I see so that cool. bike, it, yeah, it's like, it's y- so cool. y- you never saw him. It was like an extension of him. That's why so. it was tattooed on his neck. Like this big, yeah. Viola was ri- uh, and people would be, oh, is that your wife? Like, <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> it's, my, my it's my motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's great. <clears throat> yeah. So, I, like I said, Chris and I are absolutely honored that not only are you coming to Smoke Up, but you're you're going through Smoke Up wouldn't be bringing... the same without him. I mean, yeah, with it, right? Yeah, I was... I didn't go back the first year after, and then it hasn't been around. And then when I heard you guys were bringing it back to the fairgrounds, and you know, s- such positive things have been happening, planning the memorial, you know, the memorial ride, and doing a pre party, and getting such good feedback about everything. I was like. We should bring Viola back to the smokeout. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I'm super excited, but mostly I'm excited that you're going to be there and we're going to get to hang out. I'm excited that's... that I'm going to be there too. <laughs> I, get to, <laughs> I get to hang out. Well, yeah. let's, let's talk for a minute because, I, you know, okay. as, as awesome as this is, everything that's going on, you know, to, to keep Richie's art and memory and everything alive, there's really a whole other part of this story that's been the transformation of who Cindy Ann is through all of this. You know, and it's there been, <laughs> it's been, it's been great to watch. I got to tell you, like, you know, to, oh, to see you in the very beginning, starting to try yeah. to figure out who you were and, and come out on your own a little bit and, and what that's turned into and the person you've become has been an incredible journey. It, I was a she- I was shell shocked. I, I really was. I was just in complete shock. I, I don't remember a lot actually of almost the first year. I have like bits and pieces, but I definitely don't remember a lot. Um, And then getting to ride out to Sturgis with Shadow because Lifter was going on with the show anyway, even though Rich died. And then so much more of his art and having to tag everything. And it, it really was difficult. It was really difficult to go through all of that. But the ride out there, I was so cathartic. I've never, it was my first long ride and going with um, Marjorie Shadow was the best person I could have went with. It oh, took like absolutely. four or five days. We were on the road like 19 days. And <laughs> I was like, I could do, you know, I could do this. And so I, I really enjoyed it. And it just, there was just moments that it, it made me realize that grieving, um, it's, it's not like you get over it. You, you go through it, yeah. but you, but you, it's okay to keep your person and stay in love with you. Rich is still my husband. He'll always be my husband and I adore him and I get to keep him. And, but I think it would be terrible if I, you know, just dressed in black and, (laughs) you know, like walked around with lace on my head and didn't, and Uh kind of checked out a life. Well, for, I did check out for a little bit, but I'm. For those of us that know you, that's not you. Yeah. No, it's not. You know, it's not. 
I tried. I tried so hard to be an alcoholic. <laughs> I really did. I tried so hard. And then. You'd have been so proud. <laughs> I tried. I tried. I tried. And then I was talking to someone one day who is an alcoholic, and they're like, if you have to try, you're not doing it right. You're probably not an alcoholic. <laughs> you know, but there's, there's something else in the middle of all that, too, that really at the bottom of all of this, for anybody who sticks around this thing for any length of time, you realize that, you know, Aside from the bullshit that people say, hey, bro, and it's family and all that, there really is mm. a family network behind all of this. And, you know, there is. Once, once you're associated with that, it's you're a forever family. Yeah, you're stuck. Yeah. It's almost yeah, like a disease. It's, <laughs> 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 it you're telling me. <laughs> <laughs> but what I like, I get what you're saying, the, the bro and we're family. Yeah. And, you know, I've always been the kind of person that, I'm not. Um, I love my alone time. <laughs> I have no problem being alone. I have no problem doing things alone. But if something happened at three o'clock in the morning, I know that I have people that right. I could call. Right. And I think people who know me know they could call me and I would be there too. And I don't keep tabs of who called who last or who talked to who last or you gave me, you know, you gave me this shirt, but you didn't. But yeah. you gave Joe Schmo this shirt, and if you're keeping score, I don't. You know, and there, there's another. You're not in my crowd. You know, like you're talking, there's another thing. That, you know, I can think of a few years back, but the year before the pandemic, you know, a group of us, you know, I think Heather, you know, uh, Missy, Dana, me, mm -hmm. we were all there. And as you were getting ready to go for the ride, you had no, I mean, how you fit in family-wise with this whole thing. And you had no reason whatsoever, and you jumped right in the mix with everybody and started taking names and filling out sheets, and <laughs> and you're yeah. like, you know, you, you had no reason to do that. And like we're saying, the bro thing, the bro goes one to one extent, like you're saying, to be there. When you see somebody needing a little bit of help, man, you you jump right in, and that's what makes yeah. seeing you very comfortable, very relaxing. You know, you're an easy person to to be around rich on the other hand sometimes he was very <laughs> he difficult so yeah till you till you got over that hump with him and then dude you couldn't get him out he was again oh. he was like the infection once he was in he, you he, he was, was in you so yeah rich rich was in, rich was one of those people who um hated everybody at yes. first sight until he decided if he liked you yeah you had to prove yourself which is which is good because a lot of those people don't exist and like you know like we were saying all of a sudden love you bro if i hear one more love you bro and throat punching everybody in the room you know <laughs> like it's it's true though because awesome. it, it's a bunch of it's a bunch of shit and it's a bunch of talk and yeah. to me that's why seeing him be in the museum brings so much happiness to a small group of us real. because it's real because yeah. there's a dude yeah. right there that would say hey go f yourself get out of my face he absolutely, he yeah absolutely without and, and i mean that's us too that's half the time why they didn't give me a microphone for the last 10 years because i'd tell everybody <laughs> in the audience that but it's nice to see that you know somebody actually be that person and get the the notoriety that they deserve so this is well, a good because time. he because he was a even though we're saying, you know, he could be a bit of a dick, he, well, he, he was be, a good man. Yeah, he, he could was be. He was a very good man. Because he had been it, taken advantage of. He was real, you know? So. He was, right, or he just, he was a little bit more savvy, I would say, right. than I am. I think, um, especially, I was raising kids in a family, you know, while he, we both worked. We both always worked, but he had later hours than me. And I, you know, he was around the scene more. I really only started coming around 
the last couple of years of his life, did you, was I anywhere? And then we were just waiting for the kids to get older. Yeah. And Colin graduated high school the day after he died. So, you know, we never really got to travel and do the stuff together that we wanted to. So it now I'm like, well, fuck it. I can do it anyway. <laughs> I'm just going to do it on my own. It's my turn. Uh, it's my. Yeah. But it's, it's I, but I still feel like it's our turn. Right. Because you can't just hide this stuff away. No, hey, it Cindy, needs you're, to be shared. You're carrying a legacy with you. I mean, you truly are. Yeah, unfortunately. So, you know, I mean, unfortunately, yeah. that's a, res- that's a right. responsibility. And, and like you said, well, you're still married to him. And, and how right. fortunate is that, that he is a legacy? I mean, how hard would it have been if there would have been nothing to carry and you would have had to came and create your own life? The group of friends that he had have embraced you as they much, have. even the ones that didn't know you prior to this you know they just to be an extension of him and even even your boys just to be an extension of him gives you longevity in this lifestyle i mean which is fantastic you know he did his job my boys yeah and my boys have friends of the family who they've been friends with for decades that they still reach out and talk to yeah you know which is nice because they still have male role models in their life even though i mean my kids are old now <laughs> you know 30 32 you know 28 and 25 they're but hey but you know I what know. i'm 52 years old and i talk to steve Broyles almost oh, every yeah. day yeah. so like the the need to yeah. have a, a male role a model yeah it never yeah. goes away you know and that's Mm-mm. that's a that's a beautiful gift yeah and some of those men that i'm talking about they've known my kids since they were toddlers yeah you know since they were babies so it it they don't know life without them. And and Richie had already weeded out the week, so you know that the people that they're still in contact oh. with were good people, you yeah. know? You don't Rich have to concern could, themselves. Rich could cut you off <laughs> like in a minute. I know he was. he really could he really could. And but he was also really good at his business in the tattoo shop where everyone thought they were best friends. Right. Until the door closed. You know? <laughs> Yeah, but it's not that he was. That's business. Oh no, you only let certain people you know? in that close. So that is oh, good business. Bu- yeah, that's the bike that's going in the museum. Yeah, that's badass. I love that bike. I so want to ride that. One bike. of the things that you're doing this year, <laughs> yes, to share Rich's memory is a Richie Pan memorial ride and pre party. Right. Yeah. When, now, did this come from uh, like an offshoot of Panstock? No, it actually didn't. No. <laughs> what are you talking about? That. No. Well, only because I never, it never even occurred to me <laughs> when you said that. So, um, actually, we have a really good gig with, um, with Mitch knowing New Egypt Speedway. Mm-hmm. Out in, um, so it's that big parking lot outside the Speedway. And if they have an, no events on a Sunday we have permission to use it as set up and take off from there. Right on. So New Egypt is in a rural area, a lot of horse farms and things like that. And then we're also friends with Brian, the owner of 10th Avenue Burrito here in Belmar, yes. who's all for the bikes coming. So we're leaving in New- from New Egypt, but it's a Sunday morning. And then we're, you know, doing a nice long ride um, down to Belmar where we'll, there'll be lunch, there'll be a band. We're only having a couple vendors, um, like four vendors, that's it. Except 
we are uh, the VFW will be at both the pre-party and 10th Avenue Burrito because they're raffling off a motorcycle for um, veterans. So they're coming. The reason I did the pre-party is because it's a Sunday and, you know, people are, they go there, they eat and then they leave. And I think people are going to want to get together and kind of hang out together. Yeah. So um, the Moose Lodge in Jackson has a nice big field. We got a band and we're doing potluck. So if you're hungry, bring, bring food because we're not charging for food. It'll be a cash bar, but whatever food is there is there. There's no cover charge. There's none of that. It's just show up, bring some food, hang out, eat, have a toast, play some music. And then that way, the next morning, you can just go on the ride hungover, but you don't necessarily <laughs> have to. <laughs> you know, you don't have to necessarily like drink while you're riding. Oh, I love it. I think it's great. I think it's a great way to yeah. bring to bring the friends that you've made over the past years now that you found your yeah. footing in this community well, moose, as Cindy Pan. And the Moose Lodge, yeah. the girls there, I've even bartended there. I've helped out with parties. I became a member of the Moose. And uh, I'm a Wadham. Oh, I was going to say, are you a Moosette? Um, no, I'm a Wadham. <laughs> a Wadham. <laughs> woman of the moose. Move woman of the moose. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but they were really good to me. It was like a safe place where I could go and hang out with the girls and have something to do, you know, sit around the bar and play bingo and categories and stuff. And they always watch. Wow. Yeah. See, yeah. this is, this is Mark. This is a very different thing in, in New Jersey and the further into the Northeast because around here, like, the moose and the elk and and those like that's just a, a cheap place to drink yeah right you well sign, it is you sign the book but where you guys you are do. at it's a very different thing like it it's really really super community oriented like i know a bunch of guys that have riding clubs within the elk and the moose and they, stuff we up do there. Yeah. we do here too because i'm also an elk yeah I'm, i mean that's... so but i didn't join i didn't join the motorcycle club i I'll go on rides and stuff with them, but a lot, a lot of charity work. Yeah, a lot of yeah. a lot of veteran organizations, a lot of stuff for children. Yeah, and, I think that's but what, a lot of a lot of motorcycles. That's it what is, they that's what they surround themselves with too. A lot of, but you yeah. know, like you're saying, I think what it did was gave you a safe haven it to be able to go and be who you were in, in a right. comfortable atmosphere. Which you know, I mean, it, you needed at that point because I did. Well, first off, a lot of people needed because if somebody would have did something dumb, someone would have got shot in the face. So, you know, at it, it, oh, that time. You know so. what? I was I was so angry for a while. I mean, I, I had my moments still. But <laughs> I, I remember when we would do, like, you know, active shooter drills or whatever. And the schools, because I work in the schools. I always, I would tell the principal, I go, just announce, Mrs. Panera, please report to wherever that person is. I was like, because I'm taking them, I'm taking them out. I got, right. I got this. I got this. Yeah. yeah. But it was... <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like um, I'm a different person after he died. I, I completely changed. And I'm okay with that. It, it, but it's also allowed me to really explore who, who I am and what I want to do. You know, I, I live alone. Um, I've made the decision to be completely single as long as I want to be. And I don't feel the need to like fill this space next to me 
you know i, I just i'm not feeling that right now so well you probably well, you may you may never and it's not i don't think anybody i may never yeah i may never and i'm okay with that hey, you the know? only one that has to be comfortable with it is you and that's the nice part right. about it you have so many people around you supporting you i do that at any moment you know you could pick the phone up or say hey let's do something and i'm sure there'd be 50 people that would want to be there with you which is fantastic you know yeah and what's nice enough what's nice now too is i'm finally feeling strong enough that i'm able to be there for my friends and other people too right right and there was a while where i just wasn't i just couldn't be anything for anybody except a crazy mess (laughs) but now i like I can, I can be there. I can help. I can do charity work. I can have a, a memorial ride where we're going to raise money in my husband's memory. And I, and I don't think I'm going to be a blubbering mess. Well, no, because I think I maybe can't promise. you're going to, I well, can't promise that will happen. No, nobody but. would expect any, you know, would expect you not to be to an extent. But on the other right. hand, you know, there's a lot of people that, you know, while you were grieving, didn't grieve to an extent because they didn't want to upset you. And now maybe it's of their course. turn. So you're giving them the yeah. opportunity to do it with you compared to having to do right. it on their own, hidden in a corner, you know, yeah. which is yeah. great. Right. I mean, a lot of people wouldn't go to that extent. But again, I think in, in a, a different sense, Richie reached out and had touched so many people that, you know, you, unfortunately, part of your job being the wife and being the, you know, the widow uh, is... To help them too. I mean, it's going to help you, like yeah. you said before. It's going to make you feel better knowing that so many people loved him. So it does now. Now it does. Right. I just wasn't strong enough before. Yeah. But but now, yeah, he definitely needs to be shared and appreciated and loved and let his art be collected right. and seen. Oh, that's very cool. Yeah. I love and the how fact how that fortunate. His art is going to be. Yeah. How yeah. fortunate that yeah. you have that you have signed prints and stuff still that yeah that people can I, get. Yeah, I have to figure out how I'm going to do that. But um, Darren, Darren gave me some good advice. So I am, he's my voice of reason uh, when it does come about. Well, you know, figure it out. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of figuring it out and faking it as I go. <laughs> so we have some of the art here from the pre-party, um, mm-hmm. the, the pinstriping class. Yeah. So then um, that's what part of this scholarship, for lack of a better term. Is right. Go so th- that is, the, yeah, that's this year's, uh, that pinstriping is from this year's flyer. Okay. We're, we're going to be paying for, because this year's done, I think, 2022 is fall. So it'll go towards 2023. Okay. And then teach, At yeah, one Lakeville, of his seniors. Lakeville we're gonna, North yeah, High School. Right. He's um, one of the shop teachers there. What I like about this, too, the reason I wanted to do Darren and teach is because they were friends with rich yeah you know and rich loved following the projects that kevin does with his students every year you know they would build a chopper or he he loved following it so i think it's appropriate for the for the money to go there even though we are not from minnesota i just yeah i wanted it to be more personal i think all that matters is that it's going to help get a kid in a trade school or a trades class right um well, we were, we were or, all... even, or even just tools like what if yeah. they're an apprentice yeah. with someone but they can't afford you the know things the, the things they need right. to get into the trade i just feel like it's something that is ignored in the schools it's lost the respect it used to have kids going into the trades and i yeah. it, i feel like it's not encouraged like it used to be yeah well, and back again to the family aspect of this, you know, we mm-hmm. were all 
way early on we were horse and smoke out kids yep. you know all right. of us all of us together that was the the combined right. link i can remember you know fresh clean faced kevin bass standing there with his little card table <laughs> yeah right talking about he has this idea for a, a class, class for his kids and no, who yeah. would help him you know yeah. yeah everybody looked at him like he was crazy it's kind of almost almost a full circle yeah right Hey, but and look at I it. I mean, I look back and think, uh, Mr. McDowell was my shop teacher, and, and and if it wasn't for Mr. McDowell, I probably would have been thrown out of high school in in ninth yeah. grade. Yeah. This is the guy that not only weaned me to you know who in all reality I truly am. I mean, my father, my parents, but of when course. it came down to a teacher, that was the guy. I mean, he taught me how to be a man in all reality. How go do your class, go do your stupid English class, and then get here and help me rebuild this carburetor. And I went out of my way to pass English to go rebuild that carburetor, you know? So, yeah, that was rich too. Yeah. He had a 69 Camaro that he bought when he was 15 or 16 years old. And um, he may or may not have lost his license a few times driving that around, but he, um, he used to bring it into school and work on it. And that's what, and that's why I know he said if it wasn't for his shop teachers yep. who would let him work on his car or his art teacher who would write him a pass and say, okay, just come in here. He would have just been cutting school completely oh, and me not too. going yeah. at all. Mine was a 74 Ranchero. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, same thing. <laughs> and it was in the yeah. front door. When you walked in the front door of shop class, that Ranchero sat there until I found a cooler car, a 71 Riviera. Then the Ranchero got lost and the Riviera yeah. got put in. But, yeah, same thing. Like, you know, the, that history almost – you know, repeats itself. And now to give back, which, you know, family-wise, we were just kidding. You know, I have a truckload of tools, and when I pass away, nobody in my family really does it. I'm actually thinking about, in my will, giving my tools to schools. You know, I just think that's a great idea. Everything that's a great I have, idea, you know? Mark. So, you know, because my nephews won't use them, I don't have any sons. You bastard. So you'll be dead. You'll be dead way before me. So, but you know the point is just like you're saying with Rich you'll to be to able. Yeah, you, well, you are. He already does. Don't worry about that. So, um, but the point is like with Rich to give something to one of these kids, either teachers class or any school, any school at all, is huge because they might not have the family like I did that you know pushed right. me, gave me the ability to go out there and get them all. So. You know, it's and the family support or the financial support. Right, yeah, that's the you big know, thing. You know, it's $600 to go for a pinstriping lesson on the weekend. That's a lot of money Oh yeah, yeah. for someone yeah. young, you know. And then think about how intimidating it is. If maybe you can get in the trade school, but can you afford the tuition? And, and like, you, you like you said, even the parents don't have the money. How many kids' parents are going to fork out $600 because the kid likes to doodle on a book? You know what nope. I mean? A lot of them won't take that right. chance. Well, and for a lot of us, like, you know, this speaks directly to me and Mark. A lot of us, a lot of us could, could have cared less for college at that right. point. I mean, I didn't, right. I didn't finish high school at all, but you know, we were always, we were always hands on and we couldn't, couldn't wait to get out into the shop and right. get involved with stuff. So, you know, what are you, what are you doing for that whole part of, of, of the younger generation coming up? Yeah. Well, I had a blue collar yeah. father too. So my sisters went to college and I went to work. So, right. you know what I mean? Which I guess back yeah, then that was understandable back then. So, but to give back to these kids and, you know, uh, and I'm sure Richard feel the same way. I mean, that's a, that's a big step. You're giving the kid not only the incentive to keep going, but you know, the pat on the back that it's okay to want to do that. Right. You know, it's not that wrong. It, the respect that it deserves. Yeah, there is a future. It, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I just, I think it's a mistake that we've made in education is telling every kid that they can or could or should go to college. Oh, I, I agree. 
I don't think everyone should. I don't. And I, I don't. And my and my kids all went to college, so I'm not saying it. You know, it's wrong. It's just not for yeah, everyone. But it's not for everyone, and I don't. Ha- I don't understand how it became. <clears throat> And not on, a good, like a, a bad thing. And on top of that, to pay all that money to those colleges to end up being baristas, why do they do that to themselves? Right? <laughs> Listen, I gotta, I gotta tell you something. And my my daughter is gonna kill me for bringing this up on the air. But oh, what are you doing? Much like uh-huh. Howard Stern, Sorry, you, you, much, can, you can edit it out. Much like Howard Stern, if it happens in my life, it comes on this show. The other day, I was oh, asking her about one of her friends, and I said, "Well, what does this person do?" And she said, "Well, she's a cheesemonger." And I said, "Okay, listen." I appreciate your generation's need to put a fancy, so fancy label. Deli, I, yeah, she's, yeah, she works at a deli counter. Right. I said, let's just, they haven't had cheesemongers since the 1600s. Yeah. So <laughs> let's <laughs> let's not try to fancy up a pig. Yeah. It's a deli counter. That's it. Take the dress off the pig, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> I do like cheese, though. So let's not cut back on the cheese. Oh, my God. Oh, well, boy. listen. So... I, I, I know you didn't know that you were going to come on here and provide emotional support and counseling to me and Mark, but thank you very much for that. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Tell everybody, I think we have up your uh, your Instagram to follow along with everything that's going to be going on. Yeah, um, you can do mine, which is at Cindy Ann Pan, or you can still follow Richie Pan on Instagram. I I. Don't tell anybody. I, I do both. He's not doing it. He's not doing He's it not from doing brain. It anymore. Yeah. I'm not speaking to him. It's not really rich. <laughs> You're not You're burning any me. sage in You're the no, room, I, though. <laughs> no, honestly, when I for, a few years ago, when I first posted something on his Instagram, I'm not going to you know completely go into it, but someone said something like that, like, oh. You know, the reminder and my heart stopped when I saw it or something like that. And I was like, the reminder. She said, hey, shut like up. Someone had, someone had to remind you that dude's dead. <laughs> then it, it, like, I just don't. <laughs> I just, I don't know. Oh, oh God. Then unfollow him. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, well, for Christ's sake. Are right? you scared? Yeah. You need a hug? Yeah. Get on with it. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, my Surprise, God. Surprise, it's him. He talks to me at night. Yeah. And he t- <laughs> so, Cindy, did you do that post? Yeah. <laughs> did you wake up one morning with a mustache? It's, it's yeah, not bad yeah. enough. That's the shit that we do to our significant others yeah, while we're right. alive. Hey, did you do that post? Oh. Did you get that post up for me? Did I tell you that I had, Rich and I had this conversation, like if one of us dies, what's the, what you're supposed to do? Because I said, no, I don't want like feathers. I don't want pennies or dimes. I better be like money, like significant money, money. real money. If it is under a million dollars, I don't believe in that. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. So that that's. Yeah, I'm still waiting. Yeah. I was just going to say, so you're still holding out for that, <laughs> I'm that one still waiting. sign? After that life one sign. equals zeros. Yeah. This yeah. is going to be the scary part. If one of these times you hit the lottery, we're all going to be like, okay, <clears throat> oh boy. I'm going to church. So it was. And well, Catholic we, church, too. Yeah, yeah. but then we, then we make a little Richie Pan shrine and oh, yeah, little we candles. <laughs> we can make them like, you know those Richie um, Pan candles? commune. Oh my God! It'll be. We can make a whole religion. It will be a whole religion. People will come from all over the globe to pray at the feet of Viola. Would it be? And we could (laughs) sell those candles like they have in the food store. Panism. They put all the little saints on it. That'd be great. It'd be pan. We we can call it panism. Panism. That almost sounds pagan. I kind of like it. Hello. You know. I mean. I mean. Not. Not. 
pagan, pagan, but pagan. I mean, you know, I pagan. mean like like Celtic, like yeah. Druid. Yeah, I don't mean pagan, pagan, but I mean pagan. No, I mean like. Really Wait a minute, it, that word is already taken up. Oh, sorry. Listen to you, right. Wikipedia. Do you know what it is? <laughs> it's, it's in the Urban Dictionary. Oh boy, Go ahead. Men's ability to grow up. Hence, suffering from Peter Pan syndrome. Oh, he has pianism oh, and just can't grow great. up. Okay. You know it's what? Perfect. Wow. It's Richie, perfect. It's, it's, perfect. It's, it's perfect. Hey, my mother told perfect. me till the day she died I had Peter Pan syndrome, so it, it sort of fits to be a religion for me. So. Oh, hello? Oh, that's... I'll get that. You relax. Perfect. I know. Okay. <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> it is perfect. Oh. You know, the, the you best... You guys walked right into shame that on, one and didn't shame even on know all of us. The, <laughs> the best perfect. part about all of this, and, and like you had said before, it took you a long time to get to the point where, you know, you can, you're at this point right now, but not only do we see humor in it, but you're surrounded by, you know, a, a few people just in this conversation that were good friends with them and that were in the same boat you were, I guess, to an yeah, extent. Yeah, it's, it's, it is, it's, it's a dark, oh boy, if you want to hear dark humor, oh you boy. should hear when me and my kids are all together. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's pretty funny. Um, but yeah, there's dark humor. You you have to acknowledge it, death. You can't you can't act dark like it star doesn't. Tattoo. It was dark yes. star tattoos. So. It's almost like he had a premise. He knew. He, um, knew. he knew. He knew. No, it. You can't. I or I made a decision, even though I couldn't act on it early on. I made the decision that I did not want to be a victim of circumstance, huh, which is another Grateful Dead Hell. song. Because um, <laughs> <laughs> so's Dark Star. Right. But right. It, 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 I never wanted to come across like a victim i don't feel like a victim you no, know i don't, I don't I, I, think at all no i don't yeah i don't think and you I, have it and i think are you kidding but me? you know but you know the <laughs> the thing i'm talking about where people make it their identity i am concerned about that where i don't want people to look at me and be like oh she's just doing that because you know she's no you know riding Cindy, on his coattail but i have I to feel, say that that's not gonna happen no i think a couple other no, people tried I, doing that for you and it got kiboshed, if you want my truthful opinion. I think okay. there was a few people in that whole mix that thought, you know, that was going to be their, they're going to take that gauntlet and run with it. And they got shut down by the group more. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? I, I get what you're saying, but being in it, I think that's how it looked on the outside. Right. Where when right. you were in it, I feel like those people were actually just protecting me from Exactly. Me. Yeah, right. Right. But, but also, Cindy, then you have people like me who never didn't get to start knowing you until after, after. Richie's passing. Yeah. Right. So for me, I know you for the past As seven me. years forward and seeing how <laughs> right. you've you've grown and changed and really blossomed. Blossom. Um, so you have that segment too, that through yeah. Richie's passing, you've even broadened your circle. You've created your own identity. Well, I feel that adversity does create character, you yep, know, and, a doubt. and I've had, it's not that this is, this is the worst thing that has ever happened to me. Not saying that I haven't had other bad things, but when a spouse dies, yeah, that's heavy. It, 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 I lost. I had, I had to sell my family home. Oh we my. lost the, we lost the business. Um, tens of thousands of dollars to move. I had to start working extra. I had two kids in college that I was trying to keep in college, and they, so it's, 
people get sad when someone dies and they miss the person. But when you're a widow or a widower or you've lived together your whole life, I had to pay a Verizon bill for, you know, years for a dead man because they wouldn't let me shut the number off without paying off the phone. Right. Yeah. You know, like it's it's little. You don't even realize the FAFSA forms. Right. Where he didn't conveniently die December 31st at midnight. So he died the middle of the year. So they're like, but you said you were married. Right. Now you say you're a widow. I'm like, he died. He died in June. I can't. I, I just didn't want this to happen. It happened. Yeah, but it's there's a lot of things like that that chip away at you every day. And it being a spouse compared to a parent, a spouse or a child, I think, compared to a parent, it is, like you're saying, it just turns your world upside down. It truly does. You know, yeah. Like, just losing my father here just recently turned my world I'm upside sorry. down, but I couldn't even imagine. You, well, you, you know what I mean? Your dad. Well, yeah, I was, yeah. but I'm saying like, so. you know, I mean, my dad and me, that was our life that we ran together. You and Richie yeah. came together and brought your lives together. You know Since what I mean? Since we were kids. Yeah, Since yeah. We were kids. So it's you not, know, I was with, it, yeah. So having that, you know, that you also had your, your parents, but you know, that was the person that you chose to walk next to, you know, yeah. to lose that person. You know, it's obviously it was, we were there through that. So we know what yeah. you went through the devastation. Well, and. And having to tell your children that oh, yeah. your father died. Right. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, as a mother, your heart then breaks for your children. Right. So yeah. it's, yeah. you know, it's it's very involved. But that's, that's enough of that. I was going to say, this, so this got way out of hand. Yeah, we, we were all way happy. And like, oh, we were loud. We were I'm starting I'm religion. I'm going to go back to the happy because I'm super excited that okay, we're going to get to see you a couple times this year. Mm. And I yeah. bet you for two of them, we are even going to be able to drag Mark Persichetti right. out with us. Right. Some, wow. Saturday, May 14th and Sunday, May 15th for the pre-party. Yeah. I will actually be more than glad, which, you know, like we said, probably I'm going to make sure that me and Dane are there for that. This means something to me. Just Mark the, gets potluck. So yeah, the boy, oh, I'm, I'm, oh, well, yeah, I'm a fat kid. Yes, I do. Yeah. So just to be like there to be, to see so many people and to be a part of it and for him to be a part of us and me and things that, you know, we believed in is huge. So plus, and that's why I wanted the pre party to be chill. Yeah, I didn't yeah. want Van, like I didn't want it to be a big show. I didn't want a lot of stuff going on. I didn't want to be working. You know, people are like, oh, is someone doing burgers? Someone doing? I'm like, if someone else wants to. Yeah. But I'm hanging out yeah, with not, friends, yeah, having some drinks, it. and listening right to music. We're having a good time. Okay, and that's we, it. Are we making toast or having a toast? Because I'll have to bring a toaster. <laughs> You'll have to bring. Okay. A toaster. Okay. Just want to make sure. Just <laughs> checking. No. Okay, I heard, we're gonna get to see now. You. I'm. I'm Unfor- whether you like Bex or not, everyone is going to be having a little bit of Bex. You don't have to drink the whole thing. If there's anything left over, I'll take it off your hands. But, <laughs> no, well, we're definitely going to be doing a toast. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And then uh, we Good may show. or may not see you in Sturgis, I heard. But well, either way. Sturgis, we well, are. I don't It depends because Mitch and I have to go out uh, the end of June, beginning of July to bring everything to the museum. So we're going to be there when Wait, nobody pre, else is. Pre-Sturgis. Correct. And we're going to do some riding and stuff with friends out oh, there. Oh, right on. There. Pro- probably the best right, time to go awesome. there is pre-Sturgis. Yeah. Right. So I don't That's know so if great. I'll be there Sturgis-Sturgis. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll, well either way, everybody will be able to pay their respects and see yeah, Richie's that's why we want to get it there. and one yeah. of his motorcycles at the Sturgis Motorcycle Museum starting this year in Sturgis. Um, yep. But I encourage everybody to go 
to the pre-party and the memorial ride, help a kid get to airbrush school or get set up in the trades moving forward. It's such a great cause and the best way I can think to honor Rich's memory. Um, so kudos to you for, for doing this and and being ready to do it so i'm looking forward yeah, i have to a lot of help it's not just me you know i have a lot of help from rich's friends out here in new jersey and beyond everyone is you know good advice good help good support well you so let thank us you, everybody you let us know what else we can do to help to help push us all along too because like heather said it's solid the the work that's behind this the airbrush school that you know the the involvement with teachers lakeview high school Whatever yeah. we can do to foster more of that, we'll for sure get involved. Well, I appreciate that. But right now, I'm really, I just want you guys to be able to go and relax and hang out with your friends and not have to work and just have a good time with, you know, right with some of us. Great. Now I need friends. That's the plan. <laughs> you have We're friends, you miserable you. son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mitch will be there. Mitch likes me. <laughs> <laughs> Cindy, thank you so much for making the time. Yes, yeah, I am. So, me me and Mitch have had a bromance for many years now. Love, love Rich to death. So he's a good. Yeah, he's he's yeah, he's been helping a lot too. Yeah, he's he's and now he's like a mere shadow of himself again, right? Mitch is Mitch is amazing. All all buff, Mitch. He like amazing. What what a great job he's done with himself and his family. Yeah, Mitch is the man. I mean, Mitch is. We talk about he comes up a lot with us. He's hands down one of my favorite people. So. Yeah, he's a, he's a very good guy, very generous, uh, and yes, very helpful. All right. Well, listen, thank you so much for taking some time with us thank today. Thank you. It's nice talking to you. Absolutely. Can't wait to, to actually see you face-to-face and get to spend some time with you. Yeah. What are you going to bring to eat? I'm not, I'm not bringing anything. <laughs> toast. I'm, I'm toast. Stop. Mark's bringing toast. I'm stopping on my way in to get pork roll. Oh, oh, oh. No, I will bring. I will bring something. I promise. Yeah, you we, can't count we'll, on him. Okay. Yeah. We got you, Mark, and I got yeah, you. Yeah, I was going to say, give us. The, I, if listen, we have an idea, how many people are going to be there? I'm sure, like Heather we said, we have no idea. You no, know, that's what I mean. I'm sure, like Heather we'll said, we'll try to figure it out ahead of time. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll bring plenty of pork roll. Yeah. I'll, I'll bring pork roll to share, but. Yeah, I mean, me and Dan no, will definitely you bring go a first. truckload of stuff. So, okay. Say goodbye, Chris. Goodbye, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Cindy. Thanks a lot. We'll see you real soon. Bye, guys. I love you all very much. Bye, Cindy. Love you, Cindy. <laughs> all right, man. Hey, you're watching Shop Talk here every Sunday night, 9 p.m. Eastern. We go live with this program. Thanks for hanging out with us. And, uh, man, what a great interview yeah. with Cindy. And, yeah. Um, can't wait I'm for inspiring so inspiring person she truly is you know you forget like the the years go the years go by so fast that you forget that uh you know we literally are setting down pieces of history yeah as, as we Absolutely. do all this stuff and another smoke out passes another sturgis passes and there's there's little blocks that we're putting together that make this incredible wall of history when you look back on it you just drew a picture i did I'm good like that. Wow. Hey, we're going to take a look at a feature bike real quick. And when we come back on the other side of the break, we're going to talk to you about some upcoming events. So this is Shop Talk in the Dennis Kirk studio. Stick around. Out of Focus is brought to you by Garage Build. Submit your build. Share your passion. Powered by Dennis Kirk.
Name is uh, Casey Kiger from Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Shop's called Ace of Customs. This is a, uh, started off as a 1986 Harley-Davidson Sportster 883. Punched to a 1200. Got a, the factory neck on it. Did a weld-on hardtail for it. Uh, uh, the gas tank is actually, uh, it was handmade by a older gentleman that um, um, he passed away. Kind of a big deal, it means a lot. The bars are, uh, they're handmade. I have internal throttle, a lot of safety wire features too. I have a background of working on airplanes. And so, so I kind of tried to, you know, incorporate that into the bike. The pipes were actually bought off of a chopper swapper and I had them re-chromed and put a little wrap on them just to kind of tone down the chrome just a little bit on it. The, the shop that me and my, my partner, Craig Hartless have is we work on a lot of things. We do a lot of baggers. Um, we do a lot of old school, you know, bobbers, choppers, stuff like that. To, to make it in a in a magazine, especially like Cycle Source, it's it's the details that are noticed to think that it really what matters, you know. So, this is my uh, 15th, 16th year, I guess, in the industry. I've been kind of tinkered on bikes before that with my dad and stuff. And this weekend's actually the 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 12 year anniversary of his passing. He passed away 12 years ago from cancer. So being here is is bittersweet, you know. This whole trip is kind of dedicated to him. And who did the seat work? It's called Nomad Custom Leathers uh, in California. It's all hand stitched. He put Lil Evil in it. The guy, the customer that I actually built this bike for, he he does um, swap meets parts. It's called Evil Twins. He actually has identical twin sons, and that's kind of like what he named it after is Evil Twins. And he's actually gonna give it to his son when he's you know a lot older, bigger. It really just started off as like, hey man, can you just like rewire it for me and just get it running? Me being me, I saw the potential and what it could be, and I, I dug in his pockets and in his head, and you know, say, hey, let's build something cool. Rob Whitlow is the guy that owns it. He, uh, he's more than stoked. So the paint was done by Rob's nephew, actually. His name is Anthony Cameron. He's he's painted a few bikes for us. He's very talented. It's a DNA-based. Uh, narrow springer. The outer fork is made by another company. I swapped out the front fork on it because it it's a little bit more narrow. It's, it has a little bit cooler design to it. I actually put a hole through the wall, uh, taking the nuts off the top off the springer. <laughs> we have a, a stack of fire extinguishers up by the you know up by the door and stuff. They're not really where they're supposed to be in the shop. Yeah, I emptied one out and 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 just started from there and made it happen. All the wheel spacers are. are all turned down aluminum. I really just started using a lathe, you know, just a couple years ago. I, I think I've gotten pretty, pretty crafty with it. So I try to make as much stuff as I can. Made all the wheel spacers, uh, notched them, polished them, all that kind of stuff. My name is Casey Kiger from Asa Customs and you're watching Shop Talk. Riding takes you from A to B or just lets you escape. There's a flow to the road you share. 
So go with it. Eyes open and always have the Law Tigers by your side. If you've been injured in a motorcycle accident, visit us at lawtigers.com. Law Tigers, America's motorcycle lawyers. Hey, this is Chris with Cycle Source Magazine. I'm in the garage today working on the Dennis Kirk Garage Build FXR Evolution. What is that? So performance-based FXR that we're going to build throughout the year. At the end, you're going to have a chance to win it at Sturgis. Go to DennisKirkGarageBuild.com for more information and stay tuned to see how this thing comes together. Proven performance is not some sort of empty slogan or marketing catchphrase, but a way of thinking, a mantra, and something we've practiced every day of the week for the last six decades. Designed, manufactured, and tested in the heartland of America. On and off the track, SNS Cycle is the first choice in power sports performance. Okay, welcome back to the Dennis Kirk Motorcycle Studio. Um, shop talk is rolling on, and thank you guys for being here with us as we drive from the Donnie Smith Show to Texas Fandango. Boy, so in, in like 40 minutes, you've already gone to Donnie Smith, made it through the whole weekend. Now you're in the van, you're on your way to Texas. <laughs> this is the longest show Heather, ever. Heather, your microphone. Heather, your microphone. She's miming. Microphone. Sorry. There she was, you go. She was miming. I know. I, got, I can hear you. You just couldn't hear Damn me. Damn it. I can hear you. I was trying to be considerate, and I forgot. Mom, that's not how it works. I unfriend you. <laughs> I wish I wish we really could like time warp like that, just go and be in one place from another. Again, the Jetsons set us up we for this awesome. I'd be home on my couch right now watching TV. We'd be. We'd get so much more done. In all reality, Mark, you probably are home on your couch right now good. watching TV. Yeah, actually, there's good possibility. Sunday night around, yeah, there's, See? yeah, I am. It's the magic of television. Yeah. Amazing. You want it, Dana? Make me a pop pie, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and then her slapping. Poor Dana. Yeah, so I was just going to say, yeah. now you have a sore a yeah. sore cheek because she just smacked Yeah, she it. just smacked her in the mouth. Hey, so listen, uh, part of the work that we do here is pass along events. So let's go to the beautiful Heather Callen and see what's happening. The Shop Talk events calendar is brought to you by Twisted Tea, the original <coughs> paradise tea that helps you keep it twisted. I'm making an executive decision. We're not doing all the events tonight, just the ones that well, we're Well, considering gonna... the one you have up is already passed. You mean the ones you're driving Move to along. right now? You're killing me. Killing me, Move smells. along. Move it along. Move it along. Move it, move it on, Joe. There you this go. This is the next one. First up is the Texas Fandango in beautiful Fredericksburg, Texas at the Gillespie County Fairgrounds, which that's exactly where Chris and I are on our way to right now, um, April 1st through 3rd. There's chopper drag racing, there's mini bike racing, there's flat track racing, there's antique motorcycle show, chopper show, all sorts of stuff going on that weekend. We'll be there. Come hang out with us. Um, and right now, I'm watching Ancient Aliens. <laughs> the following weekend, again, another great event in the Lone Star State is the Handbuilt Motorcycle Show in Austin, Texas, April 8th through 10th, 2022. You can visit handbuiltshow.com to get more information and tickets. That particular weekend, Chris and I will have left the Texas Fandango and 
hopped on over to Scottsdale, Arizona for Arizona Bike Week. Our first trip to Arizona Bike Week and our first custom bike show at Arizona Bike Week. We hope to see a lot of you there. We have yes. like 33 trophies. Best of Show gets 500 bucks, a feature in the magazine. And like we have a class for pretty much everything. So Calling come see us. All custom bike jockeys. Yes. Um, it is in the power yard. Um, that's Friday, April 8th. No charge to show. We've got some goodies to give out, and uh, it's going to be a good time. So we hope to see you there. Make our trip to Arizona worth it, please. Um, <laughs> well, it's going to be worth it anyway. Right on. Oh, FXR Friends Throwdown. Right. You're going to ride the FXR Evolution, right? I don't have a thing for that. Yeah, yeah FXR, FXM, MFR. <laughs> So, <laughs> literally oh. killing me, small X T F E R. I mean, come on, killing me, killing me. So yeah, um, the after uh, the Law Tigers FXR Friends Throwdown event, which is um, Paul Yaffe, Brian Clock, Jason Mook, uh, Jeff Zelinsky, and Curtis Hoffman, and, and Nick Mith- Trask, and Nick Trask, all have built and FXRs. Those are like the official FXR friends, but I think several people have tagged on to that. It's it's grown quite a bit. Others have leached on. <laughs> what are you going to shoot me for? I heard that. The others leeching on. No, I heard the little... Oh. No. Not... not no. no. <laughs> anyway, move along, move along. So, um, yeah, that's going to be... We're actually going to be bringing tons of content from that. We're going to follow them along on their ride because they're doing a whole thing from... Pacing into Scottsdale, right? Was that, am I right? From Paul Yaffe shop into Winslow. Winslow. I had to think of the song. Um, <laughs> and then they're all going to ride into Arizona Bike Week okay. together. So it's going to be a good time. Um, I'm sure there's going to be a fair bit of shenanigans going on with that group that is involved. But so we'll be, be bringing fun. you some live stuff, some recorded stuff. There'll be tons of uh, content out of that. We're going to interview each one of the guys actually with their motorcycles, bring you all of that content as well. And uh, there's an opportunity while we're in Arizona Bike Week to actually do a show where we announce this year's inductees of the Sturgis Motorcycle Hall Ooh. of Fame and Museum. We're going to be bringing... Um, Keith and Paul from the the Sturgis Hall of Fame Museum, and uh, and Ari who sponsors that also from Law Tigers, and we're going to talk about everything that's happening at their ceremony this year. So, oh, that's exciting! Yeah, right. Good stuff. Very cool. Mark, are we going to continue on with events? Or are to, we? No, I think that's it. Trying to think what I'll be watching Is on it? TV while you're doing all that. <laughs> well, the only one I will throw out. Oh wait, scroll I'll, forward, have, forward, I'll have I'll have rally. Oh, yeah. Smoke out. Smoke out rally. September 9th through the 11th in Salisbury, North Carolina. We're bringing it back to the original location at the Rowan County Fairgrounds. Bringing it back, bitches. Um, Taking it back. So tickets are available for that. Vendor spots um, are selling, but there are still some available. And uh, we're excited. Yeah, buddy. You know, I I just upset myself through this whole thing because while you're talking about right now, you're... Going to Donnie Smith, then you're going to Texas. I'm going to be screaming, Nugget, get off Smalls. Clean up that yard. Stop it. Get off the couch. Stop eating that. I know. Mark has very kindly offered to dog sit for us. Oh, boy. Which I don't know who's going to be more traumatized, us 
or them. Well, they'll be they'll be in I'm not sure. They'll, they'll be, be in very good hands. Who are you kidding? I'll yeah. be sleeping. I know. I'll be I'm just sleeping. afraid that they're going to be a little bit fatter and listen even more less. I'll be sleeping. Dana will be cooking them all kinds of food. It'll be, it'll <gasps> good be, stuff. When, you'll you'll never be able to sit on your couch the same ever again. I can tell you that. So. All right, oh. man. Well, listen. I want to thank all of you guys for spending some some time with us here. You can join us every Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern. As we go live with another episode of Shop Talk through the courtesy of the Dennis Kirk Motorcycle Studio. Um, until then, be safe. Get out. Do something with your motorcycle. If nothing else, get out in the garage. Further this culture. Until next week when we come back, same chopper time. Same chopper channel. Bye, Felicia. I'm so glad he was here. We'd like to thank our sponsors for their continued support, and we hope you pay them a visit when you're in the market for great motorcycle parts, products, and events. SNS Cycles, Makuni American, Baco Parts, The Broken Spoke Saloon, Twisted Tea, The Iron Horse Saloon, High Seas Rally, Twisted Chopper, Twin Power, Drag Specialties, Geico, Law Tigers, Tech Cycle, Fueling Parts, Lone Star Rally, Hijinks Apparel, Progressive Insurance, Spectra Oil, No School Choppers, Motion Pro Tools.